everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Turning Point CT podcast made by and for young people in Connecticut. My name is Kaylee and I'm here with Allie, Michael, and Theral to talk about Mental Health Awareness Month. Let's dive in. For those of you that don't know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Mental Health Awareness Month has been observed in May in the United States since 1949. Mental health awareness is so important to help educate those who struggle with it and those who don't struggle with it. It's also important when it comes to ending the stigma that surrounds mental health. What does Mental Health Awareness Month mean to you? Um, I know a lot of us here don't necessarily need an entire month when it comes to like raising awareness as we do this in our jobs every day and like our everyday lives. But regardless, I'm just curious, what are your thoughts on Mental Health Awareness Month? Um, If I can chime in, I'm laughing because, yeah, when you said that, you brought up a great point. I'm like, awareness month? Like, this is my awareness life, baby. Like, this is 24-7. So, um, no, no, but in all honesty, too, I... Um, I think it's the good of anything, like separate from, yes, all of us in advocacy and mental health, we live it. I think it's a good reminder for me anyway to, A, I think, amp up my own outreach and sharing my own story. But at the same time, it's an awareness for me to increase my own self-love, self-care. So I think it kind of goes both ways. Like I'm increasing me giving out to people, but also giving more to myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, honestly, uh, I totally feel that. Like I said, when I was like thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, Mental Health Awareness Month. But like, you know, it's a time for like people who aren't us to realize that like, you know, it really is kind of like our everyday lives. Like you said, we live it. Like that's just the reality of living with mental illness. And I feel like the people who don't live with it, they don't understand it. They just think, you know, it's like, because most people who are normal, they're like, oh, I'm having a bad week or I'm having a bad day. And it's like, while we have like bad days, those bad days are really bad. <laughs> you know, it's not like a normal, like, oh, I kind of feel sad today. It's like, oh, today's like significantly worse than normal. I don't think I can get out of bed instead of like, oh, you know, feeling sad and like depressed or anxious for like periods at a time where it feels normal. Like, I don't know how else to describe it to the point where it's like you almost become numb to it, but like it, you never really do become numb to it. But yeah, that was kind of like a rant, but yeah, <laughs> it's like our everyday lives for sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you guys with the same thing of like, you know, this is our lifestyle, but also like there's parts of it that get me angry. Like there's parts where I'm like, if you're going to represent um, mental health awareness month, then do it the right ways. You know, I've seen agencies do it in such a way that is such a dooming way instead of a, and there's no like positivity. There's no face of like recovery or wellness. There's no, you know, it's all like dark images of people like isolated in a bathroom and being like, do you suffer? And like, especially with, um, Info, like information commercials on um, different medicines. Like it'll always show this mom, it'll mom shame. It'll be like, this mom couldn't be there for her kid. So now, now she's on this medication and now she's there. And they'll even have the kid apparently saying how the kid is feeling. And, um, and she's like, mom wasn't there before she was sad. Now she's not. And it's like, yeah, that's not how it goes down at all and if you're going to do that then put some resources for children or put some resources for parents because just because you go on medication or you start a healing journey does not mean that those days that you're struggling 
aren't going to happen. And when they do, you shouldn't be shamed for it. And even if you're at the stage where you're not on the medication stuff, I don't know, there's still always this like dark, gloomy perception of mental illness. And I don't think people realize how many people experience symptoms of mental health disorders and have mental health disorders and struggle with their mental health but are really positive people, are are extroverts, are CEOs and managers of agencies and companies or things like that, or people that work in the mental health field. A lot of people think that we like are supposed to have it together. And I certainly don't have it fully together. And everything, every day I learn something new. And for me, I wish it could be a time of self-care, but it always is just like jam-packed with events. And I like doing all of that stuff. I like volunteering, but there's a part of me that's like, okay, so what are you guys doing after this? Are you just putting a bunch of hotlines and encouraging people to open up and talk to somebody you know and trust? Well, sometimes talking to somebody you know and quote trust ends up getting you in worse of a situation. That whole I, that whole mantra of talk to someone, reach out, reach out, reach out, I think can show it could be positive, but it also can mostly be negative because why do you think people don't reach out? I know I didn't reach out because I didn't want to be, I wanted the help, but I didn't want the involuntary hospitalization. So like you're telling people to reach out, reach out, reach out, and then they reach out. And now all of a sudden there's alarms panicking and there's mobile crisis being called and there's you know, all these people meeting with you and going, oh, are you okay? And here, I'm going to put you in a padded room with no, your dignity stripped from you and basically punish you for hurt being hurt. And like, I feel like if someone was struggling with any other illness and they were waving their hands in the air, like, hey, no awareness, help me. It would be a cozy, comforting message rather than this, you know, dark, gloomy, shame-based talk to someone and they make it seem like it's that easy. I don't think people realize the repercussions that happen when you talk to someone and it gets to the point of having to get other people involved in the situation. Um, yeah. Like it's as long as it's done right. I like that we have a month to like put focus on it. And cause it is part of a lot of people's lifestyles. But I feel like sometimes when that month is over, people just forget about it. But at least like in that month, we have some focus on it. You guys have talked a lot about like, you know, the pros and the cons of the mental health month, but like, what do you think is helpful about mental health awareness? Like, I know, like right now, I think what's really helpful is mental health CT's whole campaign about like facing the stigma and like, because we get to see the faces of the real faces and people like with the lived experience and like you know a lot of them are uplifting and like facing the stigma so like what do you what have you guys seen this month that has been like wow that's really helpful i'm happy to go no i think um no i am i am still like you know i'm mentally in my head going go Allie, and like what everything we've been talking about because i think what's really coming to mind is yeah it's not just what we're doing it's how we're doing it and that's it's always like um like you said, you know, um, it's not making it doom and gloom. And but at the same time, like there needs to be that level of honesty. So like, like, yes, like I think I am a pretty happy, positive person, even me with living what I have going on. So I think, Allie, when you said that, I'm like, I wonder how many people like 
if I share something or doubting what I'm going through. I'm sorry to take it off course, Kaylee, but just I, I think it's something that I'm pondering right now because I don't think I always on certain days fit like a textbook definition of like if I'm anxious, if I'm depressed. So like, and I've been blessed that the last handful of years I have uh, good support in my, you know, in my jobs, but that wasn't always the case. So I think it was a good um, reminder that, um, yeah, it really is, it's not a one size fits all at all. And um, I'm rambling now, but um, yeah, wanted to share that. It's definitely not a one size fit all. And I feel like that's why it's so important to bring awareness, especially with like firsthand accounts. Like we were, we've been talking about like, there's a right way to do it and a wrong way, because if people who have never been through it are just trying to put content and like, you know, resources out there for the sake of like, oh, it's mental health month, our company needs to look good by acknowledging it. You know, you don't really help anyone by just putting resources. Someone can like go on Google and find themselves. Like, I feel like the real connection and like, you know, important information comes from like hearing from someone who's been through it firsthand. Like, don't get me wrong. I think resources are very important and it's definitely a time to highlight the resources that are available, whether it's at like a town level, state level, you know, national hotlines, what have you. But I think the real important stuff comes from like hearing people like us kind of openly talking about it because you know, it helps face that stigma. And and also because it's not a one size fit all, everyone's story is different. You know, the more voices we have out there talking about like mental illness and like what it's like struggling with, you know, mental illness from day to day, it's really helpful for people who might not really know that like, oh, these things I'm dealing with, like that's mental health related. Like I just thought there was something wrong with me. I did not know that this could be anxiety, that this could be depression, because like you said, a lot of people don't fit into those like textbook definitions. And that's another thing people don't really understand. So that's why it's just like so important for like those firsthand accounts of like, this is what I went through. Mm -hmm. And I'll let others jump in, but quickly before I forget this, um, I think you mentioned one thing, you're right, it's not just the resources, it's the human connection, it's the warm handoff, like, like you said, resources are great, but I think we can all do our side eye, right, like both internally too, when you just see some agencies who, (laughs) awareness month, and then it's this Windows 95 word list of like, here's list 10 things I'm like okay you know but it's because that's the whole thing I there was times in my life where if I didn't have that direct support like given given me like an agency like I would have been a too nervous to call too nervous and wouldn't have even gotten in the door so like you telling me something exists is not the same as helping me get support so um great point Kaylee if you think people could learn like one thing from mental health awareness month what would you want them to learn? I would say I would want people to learn kind of talking about what you were mentioning, Kaylee, is that it's not mental health is not cookie cutter. It's not one type of person that you may picture. It's not one type of place of the where you think the person may live or work um, and just know that it's all around and you can have a 
you can struggle with your mental health without having a mental health disorder diagnosis. So I think a lot of times people get nervous when they hear about the diagnosis and, um, a lot of times it's, you're just as valid to struggle with your mental health or your anxiety or whatever, um, without the diagnosis as well. And I think that's really important too. And that it's not, again, it's just not a one size fits all. And that's the same with, um, treatment too. That's another big thing is that, um, kind of in the addiction recovery realm, people always just assume, oh, you got to go to 12 step meetings or stay abstinent and things like that. And we've learned that that's not the only pathway of recovery. So I think mental health goes the same way is that it's not always therapy. It's not always medication. It's not always going for a wellness walk. Sometimes it looks so different for other people. And I think just to keep that in mind that it just looks different for everybody. Um, yeah, I think people could learn, like, since we have a whole month to focus on it, I think people could learn that, like, they're not alone in dealing with it. Since we have that whole month, like, they can see how many other people deal with it as well um, and are struggling too. And it could maybe, like, encourage them to share their stories. Yeah, no, both great points. I think to jump off what you said, Allie, I think <clears throat> I totally resonate with, you know, there's more than one pathway to recovery. And I think, um, and I, I think I'm, to add to that, I think you're allowed to change your mind. I think one thing is this, treat this as time to learn more about yourself, if that feels right to you. Um, you know, there was a point where um, about seven years ago, I decided to go off my medication. Again, this is not medical or legal advice. FYI, this is part of my story. Just always have people telling me disclaimer. Um, but you know, that was, so it was, it was having that, you know, being allowed to change my mind. But just this past year ago, I talked to my doctor who I really value because he literally said, Michael, I'll work with you and your values. Like I straight up when telling him what I was going through, I said, you know, to be honest, I'm not a fan of certain medications. I've tried them, didn't like the side effects. And he's like, cool. So he worked out a different plan and I'm on something different that I'm finding really helpful. So it's, it was, I've gone the gamut from, in my mind, over-medicated as a young teenager to then trying how I was off of it, doing okay. And then maybe getting to a point where, hey, I'm open to trying something. So to me, it was it was not, again, not one size fits all, but both I've, I think there was a point where I got a little too rigid and like, I didn't, didn't want to try something else, but I think it got to a point where I acknowledged um, just being open to trying something new. So I think it really is just in the spirit of learn, yeah, learning more about yourself and, and reaching out to help and knowing that if, if you get to, you know, someone who's there to help you and it's not the right fit for you, you know, keep, keep searching. It's, it's, um, you know, it's by no means the first door you may walk through for help. The advice that I would give is, you know, a lot of people like young adults and teens are on social media and there are a lot of like a slew of mental health advocate accounts. And there are a lot of them that are just like, oh my God, I used to have all of these problems. I don't anymore. And my <laughs> advice would just be to like, acknowledge like that the positivity is good but 
recovery is like not linear. Um, so like if you're looking at those accounts and wondering to yourself while you're trying to like work on your own recovery, why is it not this easy for me? And like, why am I not just like, okay, why is my anxiety not just poof gone? Um, you know, there's a lot that the people on social media aren't sharing. Like it's just a sliver and a fraction of their life. Like I, they try to be positive influencers, which I think is very, very great. And it's important to have that positivity around mental health, but I don't want people feeling like there's something wrong with them because their recovery is not always going great. Um, like I've been like on my recovery journey for my mental health for a lot of years. And there have been really, really great periods, but even during those great periods, I wouldn't say there weren't days where I was just like, I can't do this anymore. This is hard. So I think it's really important to have like that sense of, you know, reality and, you know, understanding that like getting like a diagnosis, getting help, like that's like a kind of a first start, like that's a good place to start. But like knowing there's a lot of inner work, it's not easy. You know what you guys said, there's no one size fits all. And just like acknowledging it's hard. It's really hard. And like I, when I was in college, I made a blog and I literally called it combating my anxiety, like a lifelong journey, because it is for a lot of people, it is a lifelong journey, like trying to navigate your trauma and like, you know, because with trauma, which is a lot of mental health issues stem from like traumatic events or things that have happened to you in the past, it's going to, those things stick with you. You can't just like expect them to go away. You can learn to cope better, but there are going to be hard days where it's really hard to deal with those things. So yeah, I just like want people to like know that while the positivity is awesome, I think it's great that I just don't want anyone to feel like there's something wrong with them because they're like, why don't I feel so positive all the time on my recovery journey? Like, why is there something wrong with me? I totally feel that. It kind of goes back to what we were saying, how it's not one size fits all. Like I said, I was, you know, um, presenting yesterday and um, I thought, you know, my really didn't look that nervous, but on the inside, my anxiety was going crazy. I, I always don't sleep well the night before a big presentation, all these things, right? So I think it goes back to, again, it's recognizing and, and not maybe making assumptions on other people and what they're going through and really just letting go of judgment. I know that's like way easier said than done. So I'm not trying to like get in all that on this podcast, but just being at least aware of, um, I think for me, it's, um, it's always harder when I start to compare. And that's like, I think a really how I know, okay, let's take a step back, hit the pause button. Cause when I start to compare, that is not going to go down a great road. So yeah, great point, Kaylee. Thank you guys for chatting with me today. Um, to our listeners, thank you for tuning in and be sure to like and follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for more peer mental health support, remember to check out our website, www.turningpointct.org. Have a great day, everyone.